you're listening to Fantasy Frenemies, a new fantasy football podcast. Let's get it started in here. And the bass keeps running, running, and 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 in this context, there's no disrespect. So when I bust my rhyme, you break your neck. We got five minutes for us to disconnect from all intellect and let the rhythm affect. Get it started. Get it started. Get it started. Let's get it started. Ha. Let's get it started. Get it started. Get it started. Let's get it started. What's up, y'all? It is week seven officially of the NFL. Week six is uh, dead and gone, and there's a lot of sadness in week six. Mostly the Browns, more bad calls than the refs. Um, Besides that, fantasy games, I don't think were too intense. I think the closest win was Kevin over CJ with Derrick Henry at the very end. He won by like six points, but the rest were pretty big blowouts. I know Trevor crushed me. Um, what were the other two? Uh, Jalen crushed me. <laughs> and then Brandon throttled Courtney. Oh, yeah, Jalen got his first win. I forgot about that. <laughs> go, Jalen. Let's go, Jalen. He's still in. Actually, no. Blaze is now in last place. <laughs> I know. I saw that. I was so mad. <laughs> As I say, it's so weird. We have two 6-0 teams, three 3-3 three and three teams, and then three 1-5 teams. Our league is broken into three separate chunks. Like, you have great teams average teams and then bad teams <laughs> oh, yeah. and i'm in the playoffs right now so <laughs> there, there's definitely been a certain element of luck for both kevin and i being undefeated because there i should have lost to jalen two weeks ago and kevin should have lost to brian should have lost to cj this week and i feel like there was another game he probably should have lost i think there was one i the one he faced against me i almost beat him it was close I think for a, for a little bit it was close. There's some, oh, yeah. been some close lucky breaks for mm-hmm. both Kevin and I. Well, can I just point out too that the two people that are one in five that beat Brian are below him and he's in the playoffs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Once again, head. Who did I, 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 I think I beat head to head matchup should matter. No, no. that's not how fantasy <laughs> football works. I didn't. Did I? I thought I beat Courtney. No, I lost. Well, I, to I got blown out by everybody except for. yeah um but before we get into things if you recall in last episode brandon challenged me um (laughs) how many kicks does it take to get to the center of the uprights and i said two if you remember what did everyone else say it was like 10 i said 10 i said 10 10 tries I, i yeah i agreed with at least over five all right well Oh, Blaze is about to share his screen with us and show us what he host did. Host disabled. Who's the host? Oh, here. I will make it so you oh, can pain. do it. Hold on. Advanced sharing options. All participants. Advanced options. All participants. Go ahead. Go ahead, Blaze. Rub it in our face that you got it in on your first try. There's no fucking way. <laughs> I, I'm, he deflated the balls. You know, you know what? He, wait, before you play this video, boys, I have a prediction. Okay. It's gonna be 
you set up the camera angle and that all stuff. It's going to be you kicking the ball and then a Photoshop ball <laughs> <laughs> flying through the upright. <laughs> For everyone listening at home, I will post this video onto our social media so everyone can see exactly what we're seeing and you can enjoy or hate it just like Oh, us. yeah, this is riveting right now. Oh, there you go. Okay, right, cool. here we go. That's a How lot many of tabs. tabs do you have open? <laughs> we can ignore Holy that. Holy so, so Why Blaze, are they all YouTube? I was going to say, you uh, Blaze has lots of YouTube tabs open up. I on will his have computer. no further questions. What videos do you watch that you need to keep up and can't just search again? <laughs> well, I see a video in the sidebar. I'm like, oh, I need to watch that later. And then so I like open in a new tab and I forget about it. So I just do that a bunch of times. <laughs> right. I didn't do my purge yet. Oh, boy. Here I we present. go. 54 Blaze's seconds. Field goal. Oh, God, it's 54 seconds. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Why is this a production? <laughs> Blaze's field goal attempt. Okay, no. Oh, he, he missed <laughs> oh, that one. Oh, no, the spinning screen. Oh, no. Oh, two, oh I missed two, that one. Three. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, that oh, one. That, that one, one had some... Oh, that one was close. You're getting Five. Six. Oh. oh, that one was so close. Oh, that one wasn't. That's a shank. Eight. Eight. Nine. Oh. Nine? Nine. Yeah. Ooh, two in, a row. two in a row. Two in a row. Two in a row. All right, well, it still took you nine. I don't know if that was regulation. <laughs> oh, oh, Wait. oh, Roy, Big Daddy, David. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why did you have to slew your dad like that? <laughs> hey, he wanted to try. Okay. Well, congrats. You made it under 10, so you already beat Trevor and I, I believe. Yes, yes. I, like I said, I think it would have taken me probably 10 tries. So I, there you go. You got it in nine. If I realized where I was kicking it, I could have done it on probably like the third or something. I kept kicking it like at the middle of the ball instead of like right mm -hmm. at the bottom. <laughs> And all right. but well, I was content. How about this? Next time we're all back, at least me, Blaze, and Trevor. Trevor, you and I, we're gonna go out there and we're gonna kick field goals. Yeah, forget about you, Brandon. Well, I don't know if Brand fuck, Brandon fuck doesn't off. live close to us, so unless <laughs> Brandon Year's wants to Eve. drive up to Jackson, not particularly close. Yeah, that, this is true. I'll be this back. I'll be in Columbus for Halloween, Brian. Drive down. We'll kick. We'll kick, <laughs> we'll kick it in the shoe. <laughs> You, we're gonna get in the shoe at Halloween night when you play uh, Penn State. Hey, if everyone's if everyone's home at Thanksgiving, we can yeah, a little bit. That's of what Thanksgiving football. That's what I meant. Yeah, I'll be there. We'll make okay. it work. Two v two, two v two Thanksgiving football. <laughs> oh, that'd be a good video. It would. That'd be a great video for promotion. <laughs> so. But um, but congratulations, Blaze, on making your field goal. Uh, but you were wrong. We weren't. I was right, very wrong. But yeah. you were. We were, wrong. we were closer. Mm -hmm. Like if this was like the Price is Right, we won. Wait, no, that's <laughs> no, no, no. We went no, over. No, you can't go over. Go yeah, over. we, we would have lost. Not Price is Right. This is not the Price is Right. The Price is Wrong. Is wrong. The price the price is wrong Bobby. I think it is the Price is Right. Okay. All right, all right, all right, <laughs> all right. Uh, so looking back at the week, the Browns stink. I know it's injuries mostly, but doubt. Out of all my years of watching the Browns, that's maybe the second time I've ever shut off a game before it ended. I just, I couldn't sit through it. The first quarter was almost unbearable with the penalties. Like, it was nine plays and there was seven penalties, I think, in that just one drive. 
Well, there were multiple that we stopped one third down and they got it extended. And obviously, oh, yeah. we're not blaming penalties for that loss. We just played oh, like no, 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 shit, no, no. obviously. But that first quarter was almost unbearable on both sides of the ball, too. It just like mm-hmm. literally, again, Kevin texted it in our group chat the refs were on a power trip. It oh, was yeah. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That roughing the passer against Kyler Murray, oh. too, was one of, if not the worst penalty I've ever seen. I don't understand what they were even seeing. Like, there wasn't, he didn't, he didn't get shoved to the ground. It wasn't really that late. He didn't get hit in the head. Wasn't above the shoulders. Like I don't. It was I don't a know push. What the indication he pushed was. him. He just the lineman pushed our defender into say, him. Yes, I say if anything, the Cardinals lineman pushed our defender into Kyle, Kyler Murray. So it, one of those things where it's just like I, I honestly think that after like what because Miles talked out about the refs last week and a couple other people did. I, I'm curious if they're just like all right this week we are screwing with the Browns. Mm. I think so. But, but I mean, just besides the refs. Oh, yeah. Besides the refs, the, we were terrible. The defense loves to bust coverage on third and long. <laughs> if they can leave somebody as wide open as, like, 10 yards on third and long, they love it. They mm-hmm. they live for that. And then Baker yeah. wakes up every morning, and he goes, I hope Stefanski goes forward on fourth and short so I can get sacked. <laughs> how, how can I every- get sacked on fourth down this week? <laughs> and then he does it. I, yep. I think Baker also wakes up and says, hmm. What three to four plays am I going to think I'm Lamar Jackson for? Uh, and just run all over the field for. <laughs> with an injury, injury Yeah, with shoulder. an injured shoulder and his both of his tackles out. You know, it's, it's a recipe for disaster. Wait, speaking of that, did you guys see what Von Miller said today? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's like, I don't care who that tackle is. I'm going to murder him or something. Didn't, didn't Von Miller have some criminal... Uh, stuff for prior thought, this season prior. Like I before thought the season last started. year he was in trouble, but I don't remember what it was for. I don't, yeah, I could. I can't remember what it was for, but uh, that definitely doesn't help his case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, oh. speaking of not helping cases, did you see uh, the NFL Twitter account tweeted out CD Lamb waving goodbye to the defender, and then which was taunting, and then everyone was like. Isn't this taunting? And then they deleted the tweet like two minutes later. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Another news, though, uh, Titans-Bills game last night was not how most of us thought it was going to turn out. Uh, Trevor, what, what were your thoughts on that? I mean, Derrick Henry's a monster. And I'm, I'll am i just say my hot take now. I think Derrick Henry should probably be in the MVP conversation. He's played lights out i mean he's had multiple touchdowns in what five of the six games or four of the six games or something like that um he's had he's the rushing leader by over 250 yards which the next closest is nick chubb who's been out a game but i yeah so i i just think derrick henry should should be in that mvp conversation and i think that the titans although their defense is absolutely terrible their offense is starting to figure it out. A.J. Brown finally had a good game, so I think the Titans are figuring it out. I mean, I don't think that they're the best team in the AFC or by any means. Their, their defense did just enough last night. They blitzed a lot, and they played very hard, and they they made Josh Allen uncomfortable with pressure up the middle enough times where he made a couple of the prototypical yeah. Josh Allen mistakes that you think of, and that, that was really the difference in the game. Yeah, and they got that key stop on fourth down at the end of the game too. I blame that like more on right Josh Allen slipping than the Titans stopping oh, yeah. him because I think if Josh Allen keeps his footing there, he's got a good shot to get it. But I also like they were getting pressure up the middle, but they were also swinging a guy out to Josh Allen's right and just driving him out the field. So as soon as Josh Allen goes to escape the pocket right, there's a guy 
So he can't because that's what Josh – he likes to back out and do the Patrick Mahomes thing where he just kind of curves out of the pocket instead of stepping up. Because he Josh Allen could have stepped up in a couple of the pockets that he got pressured in. There was holes. But he tried to swing it out to the right, and the Titans defense did a good enough job of kind of limiting his first option or his first decision of scrambling, which was good. Oh, true. The way that Derrick Henry, too, for the way he's built and the amount of touches that he gets, the way he's able to, like, rev up his afterburners to get that 76-74 yard field goal, it's insane how fast he can go. He kicked a 74-yard field goal? Oh, not field goal. I'm still on that field goal memory. (laughs) His uh, touchdown. (laughs) It's it's crazy. Like I said, I think he should be in the MVP conversations. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's always fun to watch Derrick Henry stiff arm, whether he gets yards or not. Oh, yeah. What, what did you guys think of going for it on fourth down? I, I like the call, and I like calling a QB sneak there, but I hate when you start off in shotgun and then you just walk up under center so everybody in the entire stadium knows your QB sneaking it. Like, yeah. at least start off under center and then have the quarterback be able to make an audible if he doesn't like the, the look for a sneak and then transition it to an outside run or something. I, this the setup of it. I like Josh Allen like running out of like shotgun. Like he's get a, get him a little bit of run up. He's six five two forty. If you get him like a couple of yards run up, he might have a chance to just power his way through, rather than a sneak where his legs are sideways. I mean, I agree with the call. I mean, you got to be aggressive. It was literally a yard, um, and he he's playing to win the game. Um, so, I mean, overtime is overtime. Anything can happen there. But, I mean, I would much rather win it in regulation, too. Don't leave it up to to the field goal or not field goal, the coin flip in overtime or whatever. So There was also that uh, that schnasty London game. The Lunder. Uh, Sunday morning, the Lunder. The Blunder. Uh, Urban the Meyer Lunder. gets his first NFL career win. The Jags get their first win of the season, leaving uh, the Lions as the only undefeated team. Hey, that's a whole game for the Jags. Yeah, the Jags get their first career win. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's your favorite game, Brian. Do you want to talk about it? My oh yeah, I I actually did watch some of this game. Well, <laughs> what I said? Whoa! Oh, okay. shocked. He's shocked that you watched really? it after I, talking so much shit about London the past oh, few. Oh, okay, well, th- in my defense, I didn't talk shit about this London game. Um, <laughs> True. <laughs> Just the people as a whole. So you really didn't talk shit about the game. It was just the entire country itself (laughs) and all of its inhabitants. I just said the people there aren't very happy. Um, That's all (laughs) I said. What does it even mean? I don't know. It means whatever you want it to mean, man. But anyway, this game was... um, It was okay. Tua looked all right, actually, his first game back from injury. He actually threw the ball downfield a little bit. Jalen Waddle looked pretty good. Mike Gusecki looked very good. Um, but yeah, my lookalike. Mm-hmm. The Jags um, kicker, uh, who was signed off the street back in September and signed to the actual roster from the practice squad like two days before the game or a day before the game, kicked not only a 50-plus yarder to tie the game, but also kicked a 50-plus yarder to win the game. <laughs> so that's yeah. a that's a really good story for that kicker. Those were the first two field goals that the Jags had made all year. Yes, that is true. And before that game, the Jags had not started a possession on the opponent's side of the field. Mm -hmm. 
They had not started yeah, oh past a possession past the 50 the entire year until Tua's pick, I believe it was. That's insane. Yeah. That's wild. All I know is that I was the one that called that game correctly, and I'm just happy about that. Hey, I'm just saying, if uh, the Jags kicker missed that, we go into overtime territory? <laughs> that tie, yeah. if you if it went into overtime, I would have actually been scared <laughs> of a tie. Because I would have been excited no, for it. <laughs> I want right, No so one's going to win that game. I want boys back in the standings for our for our <laughs> pick em. Uh I'm slowly but surely trying to get back after last week's catastrophe from all of us. Though I guess it Everyone, really it nobody, didn't do much to the playing ground. It just added a bunch of losses to us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I believe um, we all the same record. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. What else? What else went on in week four or week six? Week four, week six, Blaze. <laughs> After know. a possible game of the year, Browns Chargers, we were expecting a good one between the uh, the Chargers Ravens, and that is not what we got. Um, they six points the Chargers put up, and what was it, thirty something? The Ravens had not how any of us thought that game was going to go. Uh, what were your thoughts, Brandon? Um, I mean, you could see you could see a letdown game coming from the Chargers. I I don't know why I still picked them, even though I thought that. But it was a it was a definitely a letdown game after a after a big game with them and they had, they had a lot of close big games to start the year, then flying out to the East Coast for a, for a nooner or I should say a one o'clock game, it's easy to not show up. But I I don't understand why the Browns are getting so much media hate for losing that game against the Cardinals when the Chargers got absolutely exposed in the same way by the Ravens and no one seems to mind. I, I just don't understand what the difference I, between those two outcomes was. I think it's because the, they people think the Chargers have a better quarterback. That's fair. <laughs> I know, but he didn't show up either. Yeah, but he also didn't turn it over three times. He scored less points than Baker. That's true. Threw less touchdowns. Baker did no, have he, that uh, the Hail, Hail Mary. Mary. Which was the last points we scored in the game. Yeah. Brought us home before halftime. <laughs> they really did. Mm-hmm. I, I really was like, we have a chance, and then we didn't score then, a single point after that. Well, I was about to leave at halftime, and then he threw that Hail Mary, and I was like, maybe I'll stick around for a little bit, and then it was it went bad yeah. fast. And and Brandon, just to go back to your letdown game point, I actually thought this might have been a letdown game for the Ravens, too, because they have had a string of close games. I mean, the the Chiefs mm-hmm. game, and then the Ra- and then the, not the Raiders, the Lions game, and then the Colts game last week in primetime where they had to come back. They scored like 20 points or something in the fourth quarter to come back and win the game. So I was concerned that both teams were going to go in and have a letdown. Um, but the Ravens did not. They came in to play. And as much as it hurts me to admit it, I, I think the Ravens might be a good team this year. It's so surprising like first... with just the amount of injuries they have, too. They have 17 people injured on their roster, I think, right now. And their top two, three running backs, most of their defense, their left tackle just had season-ending surgery today. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you take a look at their running back room right now, it's basically like they took the Pro Bowl roster from, like, 2015 uh, and just said, hey, you, 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 just come and join us. You you used to be Pro Bowlers. You know, Le'Veon Bell, Devontae Freeman, uh, Latavius Murray. All All three of them had a rushing touchdown. Yeah. Lamar did not. Which <laughs> is surprising. Everybody had over 40 yards rushing. I mean, it was a true like rotation of running backs. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, they just bullied the Chargers. The entire mm-hmm. game just absolutely bullied them. It was wild. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then looking at the, the NFC versus the AFC right now, can they compete with each other? The NFC has the undefeated, last undefeated team in the league right now, but also the last defeated team with the Lions being 0-6 uh, right now. Winless team. Winless team. The last defeated team. I mean, I like every better. team except for Arizona is defeated at least once. But the Lions are the most <laughs> defeated. The Lions are the <laughs> most Dan, defeated. Dan Campbell is the most defeated at this point. Yeah. How many tiers does he or, have left to give? <laughs> not much. Really Hopefully em- enough for 11 more games. Really embodying the blood, sweat, and tears, but biting kneecaps and crying during pressers. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I came into the season thinking that the AFC was by far the better conference, but it seems as though the AFC is just eating themselves alive. Teams are beating each other. I mean, like you had the Ravens beat the Chargers, Chargers beat the Browns, Cardinals beat the Browns, not that that matters. The Titans beat the Bills, the Bills beat the Chiefs. Chiefs have lost three games, so it's like... Everyone's beating up on each other in the AFC, but the NFC, you got a 6-0 and team, 4-5-1 and teams, and everyone else. So it's like it's very top-heavy in the NFC, I feel like. Hmm. And that's kind of how it was in the AFC last year. Like, what, the Dolphins were 11-5, and 11-6, and six and didn't make the playoffs, which right. is insane. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I mean, the top teams on each side are all that matters when you're talking about playoffs and Super Bowl matchups. And I think the top... If you want to say three teams on both sides match up with each other, they're just as good. So, I mean, on the NFC, you have probably Cardinals, Rams, Bucks would be your top three teams. Mm-hmm. AFC, you have Bills, Ravens, and insert third team, probably still the Chiefs because they're going to figure it out eventually. And I, I think any three of those teams on either side can beat each other any given Sunday. True. Brandon, Big Bane. Big, Big Bane. Big Bane moves. <laughs> Big Bane moves. <laughs> All right, this week in fantasy, there really wasn't any egregious mistakes. It was either people's entire starting lineup, entire team just didn't show up and what happened to Brian and kind of glaze a little bit, or people just balled out like um, I scored 188 points, I think. Trevor had 175. Kevin had quite a few points. So it was either like your entire team balled out or your team did absolutely garbage. But the one that sticks out to me is was in the Kevin and CJ matchup that was decided by six points, I think it was. So very, like that. very was close, close game. CJ decided to start T. Higgins over Marvin Jones this week, which T. Higgins, I think, either got four or six points. He and Marvin Jones six. ended up with 24 points which would have been plenty enough for CJ to come out with that win over top of Kevin, making Kevin no longer undefeated and making CJ 4-2, and four and two, which would put him in sole possession of third place in, in, the, in, the, in the league. So that, was a, that could have been a really big game for deciding how this, how this league and how the division shapes up down the, down the stretch. But because, Ke- uh, not Kevin, because CJ decided to be stupid and start T. Higgins over Marvin Jones, Kevin is still undefeated, and Kevin is still in the driver's seat to win the entire thing, especially because he plays me next week during the bye week hell that we will get into later. So Kevin might be 7-0, 7-0 after next week, all because of some good fortunes 
and CJ not playing Marvin Jones. <laughs> Insane. Um, but going into the top flops and drops now, uh, Brian, what, what you got this week? Well, I've got a flop, and it's all of the receivers that I started. Uh, <laughs> uh, Your entire receiving yes, core. Yes, all of these. Good have, cardio. Yeah, they did. <laughs> um, first and foremost, Mike Williams. He's an interesting cat. Um, he has four amazing games and two terrible games. Now, he's still a wide receiver four overall, and he's still going to be a, a, a near-guaranteed starter in pretty much every team. But uh, but he laid an egg, and the whole Chargers offense laid an egg. Um, D, uh, Terry McLaren, McLaurin uh, against the Chiefs. McLaren? The car, yes. Uh, <laughs> against the Chiefs. Against the Kansas City Chiefs. Had a good matchup. Didn't take it. I mean, he got missed on a couple deep shots from Taylor Heineke that could have helped his day. DK Metcalf, his quarterback, goes out, didn't have a great game, and he also fumbled, which nearly cost the Seahawks the game in a weird, a, a weird rundown of that clock. It was it was a pretty strange event. Um, and then Jamar Chase, he had actually a decent game, four catches for ninety seven yards, um, but no touchdown for him, so not not the best. But yeah, all of my receivers did not do very well today. And it contributed to a terrible day overall for my fantasy teams. That's kind of where Jamar Chase's big playability burns you in a PPR league when you can catch three balls for 80 yards, but you're missing out on an extra like three or four points compared to some other people when they get get that type of yardage. Mm-hmm. What about you, Trev? So I've been giving a lot of tops and flops, but I have yet to give an actual drop of me recommending to drop somebody from your team. Um, but someone that I think that should be dropped, and I have him in another league, from every single team, is Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders, every game this season, has gotten like less than five carries in the first half or something like that. He's barely putting up any yards, and he's just not getting the touches. And he's, I mean, I, I think he scored over 10 maybe once. So he is not starting material, and I just think that he should be dropped. I'm tempted to drop him in my other league because he... He's just sitting on the bench, and I'm not using him. So Every Eagles game, I think the past two or three, especially Thursday night, run the ball, and why aren't we running were the top two trending topics on Twitter at like the time of the <laughs> well, game. I, I, don't, I don't blame them for not running this game specifically <laughs> against but Tampa Bay. Miles Sanders' yards per carry were good. Yeah, yeah, they were. The only but time they, they again, had, that was, had a long drive was when they ran the ball. Yeah, I will say it was... When they were trailing by two scores and the Bucks were playing more of a pass defense. But I think they, they should be running more. And I, I would disagree a little on the Miles Sanders thing. I think he's had some tough matchups. He's definitely underperformed and the offense hasn't been that good. But I think Miles Sanders might be a good buy low candidate. Especially because he's got some more tough matchups coming up, I believe. I, I don't know his schedule off the top of my head. But... Kenneth Gainwell, while he did play a little bit, the second running back for the Eagles, uh, he played less in the last two games. And Miles Sanders still gets a lot of the snaps and a lot of the touches in that backfield. So if they end up running the ball more or throwing the ball to the running backs more, which hopefully they will, and I mean, if, unless they want to get crucified in the streets of Philadelphia, they will. Um, 
<laughs> but yeah, I think if you can go get Miles Sanders for like really cheap, like maybe trade like a James. If you can get James Conner for Miles Sanders, I would I would do that because James Conner has been pretty consistent. <laughs> Consistently James getting, Connors is getting the the goal line. Yeah, touches, getting the goal though, line so. touches. So he's been better overall in terms of points scored than Miles Sanders. So if that's a trade that you could make, I would go get Miles Sanders. I would just hold on to him uh, if you could, because I don't right. think there's running backs that you would want to drop him for. Yeah, there's nobody you're going to pick up that can give you a higher potential than Miles Sanders has. Mm-hmm. If they run the ball. Yeah, to begin. that's a that's an if, but I think eventually they'll figure it out. You know, true. What about you, Brandon? Um, my top is the Ravens defense, and yeah, they played good, but there's something about the Ravens uniforms that every time I watch them, I expect them to shut somebody out, especially if they're wearing like the all blacks on like a like a Sunday night game. Their defense looks unreal. They could give up 40 points, and the defense still looks like they're the best defense in the league. I don't know what it is about the uniforms. I don't know if it's Ray Lewis and Ed Reed nostalgia. But every time I watch the Ravens, I expect an elite defense, even though I know subconsciously they're probably not. But they they did play like an elite defense this week. Well, you want to know something cool? And this this is more of a college thing, but... uh, the, Ra- the Michigan defensive coordinator is from the Baltimore Ravens. So we are running the Ravens de- style of defense. So you get to see that when we play. <laughs> hey, guess what, Brian? Yeah. Nobody cares about Michigan. you don't have Michigan. black uniforms that make me think you're good. That's true. Yeah. That's a big part. But anyway, Going off of uh, Trevor, I also, I think, am doing my first drop. Um, and that is a boy named Samuel Darnold. Sammy. <laughs> I think at one point in the third or like early fourth quarter, he had 0.58 points. <laughs> that was it. That's all the Wasn't points he first had. Attempt picked off? I think so. Yes. He had two or three picks at the time, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, he had 25 yards. Uh, there was a stat, I think it was seven of 21 for 25 yards and two picks. And he had like 0.58 points. And I was like, well, that sucks. And meanwhile, I benched Kirk Cousins, who had 27 points at the end of the game. But Sam Darnold had his little <laughs> fourth quarter, whatever, and he got like 15-something points. But he's still a drop. As soon as I picked him up, it just ruined whatever specialness was going on, where he had six rushing touchdowns at one point, and all that went away. But on the opposite end, a top that's finally paying off, I think, for me, is Jonathan Taylor. They're finally giving him the touches, finally like letting him be Jonathan Taylor. I was ready to trade him to Brian. I think at one point Brian like wanted Jonathan Taylor and I was thinking about it, but I'm happy I didn't because he's, he's becoming the monster. I was hoping he was. I think a lot of that is Carson Wentz has been playing better. So it's opening up things for him. Yes. Carson Wentz hasn't looked like a cripple the last two weeks, which is (laughs) probably the biggest shocking thing we've had yet this season. Yeah. It's too bad that they dug themselves into a one and four hole because yeah. really, um, they may if they had won the Ravens if they held out to Ra- win the Ravens game they'd be three and three game behind Tennessee they'd be in a good position but now they have to beat Tennessee the sec- like in their second game that it's just a must win game and they've got to really turn it on 
Oh yeah. So we'll see if the Colts yeah. can bring it back. They're they look pretty decent. They're gonna hang around. I don't, I don't know if they're gonna push the Titans enough to to win that division or have a good enough record for a wild card, but they'll hang around. Sure. They'll make the division at least interesting down the stretch a little bit. Oh yeah. Well, uh, going in, we have a new segment coming up uh, called Contender or Pretender. Uh, Brian, do you want to take it away? Yes. So, today we're going to talk about a lot of the above 500 and above teams in the NFL because some of them were surprised or in this position, especially for how far above 500 they are. And some of them, you know, obviously going into the season, we thought they were going to be where they're at now. Um, so I've got about, what is it, about 18 teams total, uh, total that are 500 or better uh, right now. Uh, first of all, um, I'm going to rule out a couple. We're going to rule out a couple teams because we know they are contenders. And that's the Buccaneers, Bills, Ravens, Rams, and Packers. Those are all teams that have been consistently good the last few years and are consistently good right now. We can already say they're contenders. But for the rest of these teams, I'm just going to give you guys – a team, you're going to tell me if they're a contender or a pretender. Uh, maybe we can debate if there's some disagreement. Um, so I think a good one to start uh, is a team that played on, what is it, Monday? Played last night was Pittsburgh, Monday Night Football? Sunday, Sunday, Sunday night. night Football. Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? Pittsburgh I think I think they're a pretender. I am also saying pretender. Yeah, no, no team with Big Ben as their quarterback can win a Super Bowl. At this point. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't. I mean, they have they have Tomlin as their coach, so they're they're going to be around five hundred just because Mike Tomlin is a great coach. But I don't think that they're a contender by any means. So, granted, they have been looking a bit better. They had that good game against the Bills the first week, and then since then they fell off. But I think like they played all right. Uh, against the Seahawks in the week before that. I know, but um, they almost lost. Wait, wait, was that game at Heinz Field? Yeah. They almost Seahawks lost against Geno Smith. At home against Geno Smith and their second string running back to a Seahawks team who isn't even good outside of Russell mm-hmm. Wilson. That team is carried by Russell. <laughs> oh, yeah. And yep. they still probably should have lost that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about. I'm just going to go through the three and three teams first so that we can All get right, this out okay. Uh, the Chicago Bears. Pretender. Pretenders. Pretender. Yes. They, their offense uh, isn't good That's going to be the easiest one on that list to say <laughs> pretender. For I don't even know how they have three wins. I, I don't either. I don't know how we got uh, here. <laughs> Minnesota Vikings. You're three and three. The Kirk Cousins syndrome. We'll go with Brandon here on the hey, Kirk, Kirk Cousins, Cousins syndrome. Pretender. I don't think that they can contend. I think they're – I mean, their offense is obviously elite. Like, they have good players. I just I just don't see it. I, it Pretenders, I would say. Yep. I need mm-hmm. to figure out a new saying for Kirk Cousins because, like, the Bills have nobody circles the wagons like the Bills, but nobody Kirk Cousins like Kirk Cousins doesn't <laughs> quite flow off the tongue. So I gotta think of something there. All right. How about the Carolina Panthers? Pretenders? You can take Sam Darnold off the Jets, but you can't take the Jets out of Sam Darnold. <laughs> They're a pretender. I would say they're a pretender. Didn't they? Didn't they start off three and they zero? Did. They did. Lost three straight now. They did. Yeah. So yeah, they're pretenders. That was without Christian McCaffrey though. So they have been without McCaffrey. Um, I'm gonna say, I. I'm gonna say I think they're contenders. On what planet? With McCaffrey. With McCaffrey. With McCaffrey. Okay. With McCaffrey. Okay. 
and drop in, in butter butterfinger hands Robbie Anderson. <laughs> Hold on a second. I've got to look up what the who the Panthers beat. <laughs> Um, in the first uh, three weeks of, this, of the season. They beat the Saints. They, they, I know they, they beat, beat the Saints. The Saints. They beat the uh, Eagles. No, the Eagles beat them. The Eagles came they back. They defeated the, yeah, that the was stupid. Jets by five. Riveting. Uh, they beat the Saints and they beat the Texans to start the season. Woo! Uh, they're pretenders. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to be – because I was thinking that's who they beat. Um but I wanted to they be did sure. the Denver Bronco treatment of yes. beating the Jets, Giants, and Jags. Well, I remember the other one, the Jags. Jags. Uh, speaking of Denver Broncos, Denver oh, Broncos, pretenders, pretenders, pretenders. Yep. That offense is the same stuck in mud now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Started off three and zero. They've lost their last three games. All right, sticking with three and three teams, the Cleveland Browns. Ugh. <laughs> uh, Contenders. What's your Shut definition up, of contenders? <laughs> if everyone is healthy, contenders. Oh, if everyone's healthy, one hundred percent contenders. Yeah, I would agree. So we're we're saying if everyone's healthy. I mean, yeah. I in mean, the, in this hypothetical, Carolina, is that yeah. the conversation? In this hypothetical, you know what? No, I'm not going to say that because Baker is going to be dealing with a torn labrum for the rest of the year. Kareem Hunt's on IR for at least three weeks. Jarvis Landry is coming back, but he just got off IR. Nick Chubb's out this week. You got to take some injuries into account. Yeah. Are are we saying contender is can win the Super Bowl? Contender is can compete for a championship game. Championship game meaning Super Bowl. AFC AFC championship. AFC. Like they can go to the like, AFC championship game and then we could compete to get to the yeah. AFC. Yeah, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cuz I would say Cuz there's a, I would say there's only like five or six teams right now that are Super Bowl contenders and I, all of them pretty much are the ones I, we listed yeah. to start. I still think the Browns could get to an AFC championship game. This team, as as currently, will not make it to the Super Bowl or remotely come to a Super go like win a Super Bowl. But I, I think they could get to an AFC championship game. Uh, you guys all agree with that? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Uh, and the last three and three team I believe I have is the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> Contender. Contender. Yeah. 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 They'll, they'll figure it out. So far. I mean, I yeah. know that their defense is terrible, but it's just like. If you have Patrick Mahomes on the offense, so that you automatically get. Although he did some... throw probably the worst interception saying... I've ever seen. <laughs> as long as yeah. he's not throwing terrible interceptions. And as long as Tyree Kill catches some balls and doesn't yeah. have them bounce off. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. he's had like four picks this year that are off drops. So. At least yeah. three, at least three, because two from Tyreek and then one was the no look that bounced off the hands of the guy against mm-hmm. Buffalo, maybe. Um, oh, I, a fun stat I heard about Tyreek Hill is he's leading the league in receptions, and he has not yet had a contested catch. There has been no corner within a yard, at least a yard of him on any of his receptions this season. That's wild. It's, it's insane. Ridiculous. The next closest without huh. a contested catch is like 30. 30 catches. And Tyreek has like 48. That's crazy. Yeah. He's getting Unreal. open very easily. <laughs> um, okay. Now we'll go to some four and two teams that are a bit surprising. Uh, Cincinnati. The Bengals are four and two, baby. I'm just going to get ahead of, out ahead of Blaze because he's wild card here. Pretender. 
<laughs> contender. I. You think they're a contender? There's On no way. Planet. Oh my god, they're a pretender. I. They're better than the the Broncos, as we said a couple weeks ago. But they are a pretender. I. I still think that the Browns can sweep them this year. So. Oh. Okay. Really. I think the the I Bengals have sweep them this year. I do too. I, I think the Bengals have been blessed with an easy first six games. So. I don't think a single team they've faced or I guess beaten has been over five. They beat the so. Lions, the Steelers, Steelers, Steelers and Vikings. Who are the Vikings who are five hundred, so they haven't beat a single team over. I mean, I guess neither of the Browns. But. Oh wait, they play the Lions. Wait, no, they just beat. They the just Lions. beat the Lions. They, they just, just very easily beat the Lions. And the teams they lost to are the Bears, who are three and three, Bears. and Packers, um, Packers, Packers, which they almost beat. Yeah. yeah, if it wasn't for bad kicking, they would have won that game. And it's also, if it wasn't for bad kicking, they would have lost that game. <laughs> True. <laughs> no, Quicker. but I think Cincinnati's a pretender. They're, they're, they're. I don't think their defense is good enough. So pretender. I think they're. I, I would say they're. If they can play the Ravens competitively this upcoming week, they'll be a contender in my eyes. If they get blown out like they usually do against the Ravens, then I will agree they're they're a pretender. But they've got some promise. Uh, the Vegas Raiders. <laughs> Pretenders. Pretenders. I have no idea what to think about the Raiders. I don't even have an answer. <laughs> I'm going to say pretender because our roster isn't that good. But they keep winning random games. So I have no. I really don't know what to expect from them for the rest of the season. That's a, that's a fair assessment. But I st- I, especially with the coach change in the middle of the season... I just I, I would be shocked if they were contending for an AFC championship or a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, one team that I missed but doesn't have a five hundred record: the three and two uh, New Orleans Saints. What do we think, Trevor? I'm a Jameis. I'm a Jameis Winston guy. I think that they're a contender. They're, the Saints are always decent. I'm I'm going to say contender for the Saints. I'm saying pretender, and I'm on the Jameis train. You're, but, you're not making an a, an NFC Championship game with Jameis as your quarterback. Yeah, no. Sorry, <laughs> There's no Trevor. way. Sorry, Trevor. We're, uh, it's three against one here. I'm actually going right, to cast right. a vote in this one. <laughs> 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 Just to make it a little more lopsided because I disagree with you that much. Um, four and two. Let's go with the Tennessee Titans. Just beat the Bills. Before last night's game, I would have said Pretenders. It seems like they're finally clicking, though. I would say contenders. I, I they have a chance with Derrick Henry and Julio and AJ Brown. If they're making their catches and Tannehill yeah. can actually throw the ball to him in their offensive line, like, yeah. So I, I I would say contenders. Trevor convinced. I mean me they, contenders. Yeah, contenders. They made it to the AFC Championship as a wild card team a few years ago, right? Was that I the, think they won they, the. Div- Oh no, they did. They were the Texans won that division. I was, I, th- I thought it was like I thought the Texans won, but they yeah they were yeah barely over five hundred and they went to face the Chiefs in the AFC or whatever. Yeah, because they beat Tampa. Wait, no, he wasn't on. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be Tampa yet. He just beat Tampa. They beat the Ravens, on. right? No, that's when they they beat the Ravens they and the Patriots. And oh yeah, they beat the Patriots like in the wild card. Yeah, because that was uh, Tom Brady's last play with the Patriots was a pick six. Yes, because <laughs> we watched it in your basement, Brian. Yeah, it was. Um, let's go with the L.A. Chargers. Contenders. Yep, contenders. Justin Herbert. As long as he, yeah. Yes. As long as they didn't play like they did yesterday or 
Sunday. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would say contenders. Mm-hmm. If you have that logic, you can say anybody's a contender. They're a contender well, if yeah. they didn't play like they did in their worst games. <laughs> the Jets are a contender because they beat the Titans. Yes. Yeah, if the Jets just <laughs> always played like they did against the Titans, they could be a contender. I mean, I'm just saying, the Jets beat the Titans, and the Titans beat the Bills, and the Bills are the best team in the league. How so. about how about this one? How about this one? The Jags beat the Dolphins, the Dolphins beat the Patriots, Patriots almost beat the Bucks. <laughs> almost, <laughs> almost. Okay. And then what the Bucks, were? the Bucks beat the Cowboys. But <laughs> this is true. The Cowboys, Cowboys beat the Chargers. So and the Cowboys <laughs> and the Patriots almost beat the Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. All right. Uh, speaking of the Cowboys, let's do the Dallas Cowboys. They're five and one, but they uh, weren't great last year or the year before. So they're a thinking? super contender. They are the first in the echelon of like actual Super Bowl, Super Bowl contender that we've talked about. I think so. I would agree with that. I I don't like the Cowboys. The only thing that's limiting them in my eyes is that their coach doesn't know how to tell time. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't understand how time works. And you kind of need to do that. I have a question. You know how like some people can only read analog clocks that can't read like old fashioned ones? Maybe he can only read... Do you think Mike McCarthy is so old and old-fashioned that he can't read analog clocks and can only read the old-timey TikTokers? That could be why it doesn't make sense. Or he needs glasses because he always looks like he doesn't know what he's looking at. So maybe it's just really blurry. I I heard an interesting take a couple days ago is that the Cowboys should pull a Cavs and just when they fired David Blatt in the middle of the season when they were in the first place and just do that and give Kellen Moore the job. Just fire Mike McCarthy right now because they know. <laughs> I feel like you you risk then your offense becoming sucky because you'd put too much on Kellen Moore's plate. I don't know. Offensive coaches are in the league. I know, but not they don't just get the job mid season. Well, sometimes when they're like uh, Freddie Kitchens. No, he didn't. <laughs> Freddie Kitchens got the a- offensive coordinator job mid season. And then you got the head coach. Hey, we all know how that right? turned out. We know how that turned out. Or no, no, Greg Greg Williams was the uh, the head coach. I forgot that Greg Williams yeah. was our Greg Williams with three G's. <laughs> <laughs> um, Next. <laughs> all right. The the only undefeated team left in the NFL, the Arizona Cardinals. Since, since we, at the very beginning, said that a contender is somebody that could make their division's championship game, I will say contender, but I do not think the Cardinals could make the Super Bowl. I don't think they could win the Super Bowl. And it, it's solely because they've never, like, Kyler Murray's never even won a playoff game. He's never made a playoff game. It would be an extraordinarily fluky leap for a team whoa, whoa, to go whoa, from whoa, whoa, never, whoa, whoa, whoa. having not made the playoffs with their current regime and quarterback to winning a Super Bowl. And you say Justin Herbert is a contender? I just said the Cardinals were a contender too. I just said yeah, they but you, the Super you Bowl. didn't, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't have the contingency with the Chargers. Well, I didn't think I had to because the Chargers aren't the last undefeated team in the league. Yeah, the Chargers aren't undefeated. Okay, let me say I, it. I, I, I don't think the Chargers are going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about this? Who would you say is a better shot to win? Like, who would you say is a bigger contender, Chargers or the Cardinals, to win a Super Bowl? Mm. That's a tough one. It's a very tough one. Chargers because they have better running backs. Like Eckler is a much yeah, better but Kyler Murray's a better runner than any of the Chargers. I also think 
Cardinals defense is better than the Chargers. This That's is true. I would agree. I think the it Cardinals. Is. I think the Cardinals have a good shot to win the Super Bowl. But Brandon Stanley is or State whatever his last name is Stanley Staley. Yeah, say, he's so much better than Cliff Kingsbury. I was just gonna say <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury is the coach of the Cardinals, Brian, and you hate Cliff. Kingsbury. I do, but they proved that. You know they're better without uh, him. Cliff Cliff Kingsbury. I was gonna say they proved they were better without him, and he wasn't there. Sunday. Yeah. So when he comes the back, the Cardinals and Cowboys just pull a David Blatt and get rid of your head coach. <laughs> uh, they do a trade for each other. Cliff goes to uh, the Cowboys, and Mike oh. McCarthy comes to the Cardinals. I don't think either team would agree to that. <laughs> oh wait, oh. All right, Trevor well, Blaze. I don't think you said if the Cardinals were contenders or not. Yeah. No, I agree with everything you said. I, I, I agree with you. I don't oh, think they're Super Bowl contenders, yeah. but I think Ooh. that they're NFC Championship contenders. I think they're Super Bowl contenders. They're undefeated. They beat the Rams. So, they beat the Browns. You know who else was undefeated this time last year? The Steelers. Yeah, but they had Big Ben. They have small Kyler. Yeah, you think <laughs> Kyler, Kyler Murray's going to just start like rolling on the ground? Throw into the back if of his own alarm. Enough, yeah. <laughs> if he gets have a, a defender pushed into him and then gets a roughing the passer call hard enough. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that that is the contenders or pretenders. Not a lot of arguments. I think we all kind of agree who's contending. Except who's the Bengals. Not Except for Blazers the Bengals infatuation is... with the Bengals. Yeah. <laughs> I like the Bengals, man. They, I, they're pretty. Never good. said I didn't. If they play the Ravens tight, I'll I'll give them contender status. All right. I'm down for that. Well, uh, speaking of, looking into week seven, it is bye week hell now. We have six teams out on a bye week this week. We have the Steelers, Chargers, Cowboys, Vikings, Jags, and the Bills. Every single, a lot of uh, yeah. I was gonna say very every, good fantasy Every single people. one of those teams is good fantasy, except maybe the Jags. Even yeah. then, they have James Robinson, who's pretty good. Mm-hmm. How bad are you guys affected by the bye this week? I am down atrocious. I, I say Brandon's the worst. I don't, I don't have enough players to field a complete roster at the moment. Oh, right now my flex position is blank because I physically don't have another player. Because yeah, I have pick somebody up. I have Eckler by Zeke by CD Lamb by Keenan Allen by Emmanuel Sanders by and Nick Chubb is hurt. That Oof. that's the kicker. So I have to I have to figure something out, but I mean when you draft, when I draft I really don't pay attention to bye weeks anyway because you you want to pick the mm-hmm. best team you you can figure it out for a week, especially in a dynasty league I'm gonna pick the te- the players I like the most. It just so happened that they all have a week seven bye, so I there's no way I win this week. I'll just take the L and keep moving. Especially when you're against Kevin, who I don't think really anyone on his team has a bye. Well, so, he's uh... missing. <laughs> James Robinson and Dalvin Cook. So Kevin literally only has one running back at this point. Yeah, but Derrick Henry will score enough points for two running yeah, backs against true. the Chiefs. So, it's very true. Um, yeah, half my team is also on a bye this week. But I faced Brian, so I think I still have a pretty good chance <laughs> you got of a winning. Shot, my guy. <laughs> I have a shot. I have a very easy stretch here. I had Bla- no offense, Blaze. I had Blaze last week. Yikes! Now I have Brian, and then next week I have Jalen, the bottom feeders of the league. So hopefully I can have a three-game winning streak here, and then I go face Kevin again. I think, or Brand. I don't remember who I face after that, but I face a decent team. So I need a, my team needs to be rusted up for that game. No offense. It's you just had to face Blaze, the literal scum bottom feeder of the earth. 
I'll remember that next time we play. There's going to be some clips coming back at you, Trevor. Oh, all right. Trevor, Trevor literally just sorry. called you the skid mark on the underwear of our fantasy league. Hey, he, he <laughs> said it about me, too. He was referencing all of us. But we all don't like your team. We all think you're trash. <laughs> That's kind of mean. I mean, Brady. I beat Brian. That's yeah, true. Right, also so Brian me. is worse. And yet, worse. I am above both of the people that beat me. This Brian's the more you talk about it, I don't know how to change it. <laughs> so the more you talk about it, the more research I'm going to do to figure out how to change it head to head. Yeah, and, and then and then you, I'll be very mad at you. <laughs> You'll get over it. But Don't lie. No, I'll keep a grudge. Who do you guys or like what players are you hypothetically thinking about since it is bye week hell? And um, even if it's not in this league, if you're in other leagues, odds are your team is in shambles in some way, shape, or form. Uh, well, you got to look at the, whoever the Browns' running back is going to be. Probably Dearness Johnson. Yeah, um, because I mean that team, the Browns run the ball anyway. Um, I don't. That'll probably change a little bit. I think they'll probably end up throwing it a little bit more, just due to the situation. But whoever the Browns running back will be that carries the ball the most will probably get some good, at least a lot of carries. Might not be great, but if you need somebody, I would say Dearness Johnson. If you haven't already, or somebody hasn't already, Daryl Williams, Chuba Hubbard. Um, uh, is I think it's the biggest the travesty. His name isn't Chuba Hubbard. <laughs> Chuba. Yeah, I, I have both Daryl Williams and Chuba Hubbard in another league, so I think I'm set with running. <laughs> my uh, my starting running backs were Najee Harris, who's on bye, and Kareem Hunt, who's now on IR. So <laughs> I've got some backup options there. But but what if CMC plays this week? He's on IR. Oh yeah, pain. Never mind. Yeah, so he just got put on IR. So it's at least three weeks of Chuba Hubbard. Three more weeks of Chuba Hubbard. 50-50 shot of him playing this Sunday. Oh, just kidding, IR. <laughs> Love to see. <laughs> yeah. He had a 50-50 shot of playing the last two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's unfortunate. CMC just pulling a last year CMC and playing two yeah. games and then just shutting down. It's such bad luck because he had never missed a game in his first three years in the league. He played all 16 games three years straight. And then last year he played three and this year he's played in three. Take him, take his money and run. <laughs> yeah, for real. True. Him and soft tissue injuries just don't vibe. Uh, I, mean, I mean, do you think yeah. he's ever going to go back to what he was before last year's injury? I mean, he was that in the first two weeks of the season. They're wasn't not he? devastating injuries. It's not like he blew his knee out. It's literally just like a pulled hamstring that won't heal. Or in this case, it was a calf. calf? I don't know. I think, I think so. it was a calf. Yeah. Calf injuries are awful. Why don't they just go away? I feel like, I mean, Chubb has a calf injury. Kareem has a calf injury now. I feel like when you're running that hard, that's like the one one of the only parts of the body that you're just straining so much unless you take a ton of time to like rest and heal heal it up. It's just not going to go away, especially for that position. Um, but yeah, it's unfortunate. But if you can pick up some of those guys, they're probably already gone in your leagues. Um, but maybe J.D. McKissick could be another one. Uh, he and, got over 100 total yards and like eight catches against the Chiefs. Yeah, that, that's who I'm looking at. And then wide receiver-wise, Sterling Shepard, if he's not picked up since he's, he was he was out a couple games, now he's like the only receiver with Tony being banged up. I think he had like 10 targets this week or something. Yeah. So. If Saquon Barkley's out again, the Devontae Booker still. Uh, he had a good game last week. 
Uh, Alex Collins with the Seahawks. Curse Carson's on IR now. Um, so if you everyone, so many starting running backs are hurt. It's ridiculous. Yes. The art of the running. Well, back the first, position. I think, the first three touchdowns scored, or three or four <gasps> last week, were all backup running backs. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy out there. But uh, yeah, fan bye week bye week hell is this week. A lot of good teams on bye for fantasy at least. Uh, looking ahead to. We got our pickums coming up. Uh, last week we all went one and four, so it was it was not a great showing as we speak. Yes. Uh, Trevor is fourteen and twelve right now, and so is Brandon. Well, we're Brian, 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 or me and Brandon. Yes. I don't have those written. Down. Uh, Brandon is sixteen and ten, and Blaze, you are eleven and fifteen. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, not not a good showing. I was confident last week too. I thought I was picking the safe picks. Besides the tie, which that was the closest pick you had, other than the one that yeah. you got right. Mm-hmm. We got uh, Chiefs Titans. Trevor, you want to start? So, as much as I want to pick the Titans after winning last night, I think that the Chiefs are going to win this game. I don't think the Titans' defense is good at all, and obviously the Chiefs' offense is high powered. Not that the Chiefs' offense or defense is any better. Um, but I just I just think the Chiefs are a better team and they're going to win this game. I I agree. There's no there's no way the Titans do this two weeks in a row. They're not that team. They're not that guy. You're not that guy, pal. I think the Chiefs also figured it out a little bit in the second half because I mean they were losing the the football team by three at halftime, and then they I don't know what the the, the final score was. I don't remember, but they absolutely 30, clowned them in the second 31 half. Thirty-one to three, something like that. 31-13, sorry. Yeah, that was like 31 They scored them, so they outscored them 21 to nothing in the second half. Yes. I think the Chiefs figured it out a little bit. I think they finally said, enough's enough, let's stop sucking so bad. I So I, I think they get this dub. Uh, This was a tough one for me, because I think the Chiefs are not going to be able to stop the Titans offense. Um, but I'll go with the Chiefs. I, are they the home team in this? Titans are home. Titans, oh. Hmm. I'll go with the Chiefs. I think the Titans secondary is really, really banged up. Um, Caleb Farley went out, and the corners they do have are not very good. So I think it will not be a very easy game for them defending. And I think the Chiefs, while they aren't great on de- aren't good at all on defense, they I think they can dial it up a little bit to maybe get one or two stops. But I'll pick the Chiefs in a close one. I'm going to mix it up. I'm going to go the Titans on this one. I could easily see the Chiefs winning. Um, The Titans looked like they were clicking last night on offense. Even with Julio uh, leaving, I think, that second half. um, They looked really good. And at one point, they had three corners left on their roster because of all the inner injuries to their secondary. I think this one's going to be a shootout. Both defenses are, are pretty garbage. Um, it's just a matter of which defense can get the important stop on which offense to give them that slight bonus. But I, I think the Titans continue this role. I think the Chiefs still look good, but I don't think their defense looks good. And I don't think it'll be enough for stopping the Titans. I think Derrick Henry is going to have himself a uh, have himself a day. 
Saint Seahawks. Uh, Jameis Train Trevor, why don't you why don't you start this one? I'm still on the Jameis train. I think the uh, the Saints are going to win this game. Seahawks are terrible. Blitz boy is <laughs> Blitz boy. an awful, awful player. Goes, I'm the best in the nation. And then has an interception bounce off of his face mask. Uh, so Blitz boy and that Seahawks defense is atrocious. Uh, Geno Smith is an okay quarterback, but like, come on. It, he's a backup quarterback for a reason. I even think that's um, a stretch. <laughs> so I think that the Saints are going to win. Jameis is going to ball out through four four touchdowns. Whoa. Four touchdowns. And uh, Taysom Hill is going to steal two from uh, this. Uh, what's his name? Alvin. Alvin. So is Taysom going to catch one of those? Because you are you are predicting six touchdowns for the Saints right now. That's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. Yes, I think. Okay. Um, I'll go three touchdowns for Jameis. A rushing touchdown for Taysom and a rushing touchdown for Alvin. So 35 points. You think they'll just score nine, at least nine more points than the Rams did? Yeah, sure. All right. All right. (laughs) Moving on. Oh, okay. You want to go, Brandon? No, I was was transitioning to you from Trevor's idiocracy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I, I will pick the Saints as well. I won't say that. (laughs) <laughs> um, but uh, again, the Saints have less of a backup quarterback than the Seahawks do. Um, James is actually a starter, um, at least most of his career. And their defense is much better than the Seahawks' defense. So I will go with the Saints to win this one. I agree. The, the Seahawks are not good. They weren't that good with Russ. And Russ is a top five quarterback, and Geno Smith is now a bottom five quarterback. I don't know how they made it as close as they did against the Steelers. I guess it's more of an indictment on Big Ben than anything. But Jameis is a little better than Big Ben, so I think think the Saints win. I'll even give them the curse. I think they win easily. Oof. Uh Uh-oh. That's six touchdowns, 35 points. I did not guarantee that one. (laughs) I know. That's just two big predictions. I'm joining in. Jameis train is full steam ahead. The Seahawks, Russell Wilson's the only thing keeping them afloat and keeping them through. And without him, the Legion of Boom is long gone. That Seattle defense is pretty pretty garbage. Legion of Blitz Boy. Legion of Blitz Boy. <laughs> Jameis is going to have himself a day. Alvin Kamara is going to have himself a day. Taysom Hill is going to have himself a day. Uh, uh, yeah, Le- Saints, easily. Legion of Boom, more like Legion of Boom. I thought you were going to go with Legion of Gloom there for the rhyme. Oh, that would have been good, too. <laughs> I, I thought you said Legion of Boom. I thought you said Legion of Boom. More like Legion of Boom. And I was like, that's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo? Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo? <laughs> next up, we got the uh, the Bears at Bucks. Brandon, what are your thoughts? Trevor, I don't know if you're, you're going to do it again. I don't know. I, you might, you just might, but I'm just going to say I disagree with whatever Trevor says, so I'm picking the Bucks. Justin Fields is not good. I don't, I don't, I love the guy. The Bucks secondary is bad, but Justin Fields is not good enough to outscore Tom Brady. Tom, the Bucks might only have to score 21 points in this game, and that won't be very hard for that team. So, Bucks. You don't have to disagree with me this week. Yay. Brian. 
I think that the Bucks are going to handle the Bears pretty easily. Um, although the Bears did beat the Bucks last year in uh, early in the season. Oh yeah, I forgot about uh, that. <laughs> so it, when Tom Brady forgot what down it was, um, but like huh, oh, four. Uh, but I think that the Bucks are gonna easily handle the Bears. I love Justin Fields. He's has been playing his best. All right. So he's trying his best. All right, guys, I I have a proposition to make because oh, my God. pick has a contingency. Oh god. I'm picking the Bucks. The Bucks are going to win this game. But if Nick Foles plays, <laughs> I'm picking the Bears. <laughs> and I have to I have to have all your assurances that if Nick Foles is the starting at any point plays in the game that if the Bears win, I will get the correct pick for it. Sure. <laughs> but, I'm but if Nick Foles, okay, but but if Nick Foles plays at any point and they lose, do you still get no, the pick? no, no, like, I no. He's, well, you're just setting yourself up to it either way. No, if Nick, Foles, Nick Foles plays Foles? and they lose, I still lose. Oh, like okay, I lose okay, the okay. pick because Sorry, the Bucks. I thought won I thought the game. you said if Nick Foles played and they lose, you yeah. still win the if pick. Nick, because you yeah, no, no, no. Bucks. If Nick Foles okay. plays at any point, I'm picking the Bears to win. <clears throat> Okay. If okay. if the Bucking if Nick Foles doesn't play, Bucks win. So the, I'm picking the Bucks, but they're the contingency. All right, we'll accept that. I think. Yeah, I'm sure to lock it in. Yep. <laughs> Isn't Andy Dalton still healthy now? Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, lock it in. <laughs> it's gonna be so funny if the if the Bucks are blowing them out by like thirty and they take a kneel and Justin Fields doesn't want to do the kneel and they just bring Nick Foles out. And I lose the pick because of that. <laughs> uh, so last time I bet against the Bucks came down to a uh, a fifty six yard field goal in the rain at Foxborough. I can't do. I can't bet against them again. I'm going Bucks on this one. Um, I it's gonna be it's gonna be a long night for the Bears. I think, I think uh, Tom Brady's really just gonna let loose some some anger on there. Um, I think Bucks went handedly. I'm waiting for Blaze to pull like a Lee Corso on one of these. He'd be like, Ah, I can't bet up against the Bucks, but not so fast. <laughs> you gotta get the head. I was gonna say I want to see some headgear uh, from Blaze on one of these. Blaze is gonna get like so. a kid that's about to get drafted and have all thirty-two teams of hats next. To him. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a co- committing to college, right? <laughs> yep. uh, last game of the week, maybe controversial in some some eyes. We got Bengals at Ravens. Uh, Brian, you want to start? Uh, the Ravens are gonna win this, I think. Um, <laughs> All right. I I did say earlier that if the Bengals make this close, I'll say they're contenders. Uh, but they're not gonna. Um, <laughs> this is gonna be like a ten point game. I think uh, the Ravens will win. As much as I want to pick the Bengals, I have finally accepted that the Ravens are good, and this it's it's at the Ravens, and this isn't a game that the Ravens are gonna lose. Um, so I'm gonna st- I'm gonna go with the Ravens here. I hate to do it, but I'm going with the Ravens. This is going to surprise some people, but I I really want to pick the Bengals here. Eventually, the Ravens' luck is not luck. Like the Ravens are going to lose a game no they shouldn't luck. because they keep winning games they shouldn't. Law yes. of averages will work its way out, and the Bengals are going to want to win this game more than the Ravens do. But even then, I I don't know how you get bet against Lamar at the moment. 
And you know, e- even hard. when his team is trailing in the second half, or even when they look like garbage, he's found a way to win the game. He's passing the ball well. Hollywood Brown looks like an elite receiver at times, except for that one game where he dropped like three touchdowns. But outside of that, looks like an elite receiver. So like, as much as I want to pick the Bengals, and I think they really could win this game, I, I just don't see how you can bet against Lamar at the moment. I see, because I'm betting the Bengals. Um, if I had a Bengals hat right now, it would be on my head. Joe Burrow jersey on my body. Do you have either of those? I was about to say, if the Bengals win this game, I will go out and buy a Joe Burrow jersey. Yeah. Are we talking, are we talking DH gate or like the NFL exclusive gear? NFL exclusive. Oh. <laughs> yeah, this is a big money bet. <laughs> a big money bet. How about this? If the Ravens end up winning, you have to go buy a Lamar jersey. I will never touch a Lamar jersey in my life. <laughs> buy it just to burn it. Buy it just Wait. to burn it. Ow. Crick in my neck. <laughs> Such a crick. I was in trying my to neck. think of a way where we could make Trevor buy a Lamar jersey. No. <laughs> I refuse. I refuse to buy a Lamar jersey. I hate Lamar Jackson. I know. I Even though too. I'm accepting that he's actually good finally. It took you this long. It took you this long. He won an MVP two years ago. No, I mean, okay, he was good, but I still thought he was a running back. Thursday night, Broncos-Browns. I will be at the Mooney lot posting up, hopefully with Joe Thomas. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your guys's, for you guys' thoughts? We'll start with Brian. Oh, God. I got the Broncos. <laughs> Um, we're really injured I don't think either tackle is going to play this week either Nick Chubb and Cream Hunt are out I don't know if Jarvis is going to play the defense is also banged up Um, I just don't like our chances and the the Broncos defense is decent you know so uh, yeah I, I hate it but it's a short week, too. Baker's not going to be fully healthy either. It's just tough. It's just really tough. Yeah. If if we remember or can pull the sound clip from that last week, I said, I'm going to pick the Browns, but I think this is the week I finally get a Browns pick wrong, and I did. Mm-hmm. I kind of called my miss. And this week, every single thing is against the Browns that can be against the Browns. It's a short week. They're injured. Every key player is injured, basically. Your quarterback isn't playing well and only has one good shoulder. Your head coach isn't... I don't know what got into Stefanski the last couple weeks. He's made some mind-numbing mistakes. But I think it's put up or shut up. If they lose this game, the season's basically over. The team's in turmoil for the rest of the year. So I I think they make a stand. They get to 4-3. and and I, I don't know what happens the rest of the season, but I, th- I think they pull this one out. This game's going to be ugly. It's going to be ugly for both teams. Oh, it's but I, th- I think the Browns out-ugly the Broncos. So, yeah, I agree with um, what Brandon was saying. I think it's going to be a, a, a very terrible game. And even though the Browns are terrible, I think that the Broncos are just worse. Um, the Broncos are not what their record says they are. Um the dog pound has to be loud for this game. It's the first, our first primetime game of the season, and they're going to be restless because of the way the team's been performing recently. Uh, so we might hear some boos on Thursday, but they have to stay engaged in the game in order to help the Browns out. But I think that the Browns are going to pull away with the victory. Hey, Not by much. I, but I've got some serious questions as to who's the better quarterback right now. 
Neither of them played very well at all last week, so. To quote Brandon from, uh, I think, beginning, like one of the first few episodes, Blaze is going to go on the field and win it by his sheer determination. Yes! And I will be in attendance this Thursday night at the Mooney lot, so I will have all that energy from me of all the drunk Browns fans. I will be good stadium view right there. I'm going to go, and my sheer determination is going to make the Browns win through every uh, every obstacle in front of them. Baker Mayfield is going to stunt on these hoes, and so are the Browns. Uh, you you, had oh, me, you lost you, me. Are you, predicting, <laughs> are you predicting a blowout, Blaze? <laughs> oh, oh, no, no. No, no, we don't. I'm not saying any blowouts. We don't predict. It's going to be a very, it's going to be a very yucky game. But my sheer determination essence is going to give us that slight edge over. Uh, I'm taking the Browns. Is that all? That's all the games, correct, boys? Yeah, and uh, I guess the next thing you'll hear from us is our going to be our live reaction after the game. Well, not live, but or after the Broncos Browns game. Um, so we'll, we'll jump to that real quick. How goes it, everyone? The Browns game is behind us now. It is the Friday after and was pleasantly surprised with how it turned out. I think I don't know how I feel, but we got the dub We're four and three. I'm content. Dearness Johnson looked like a beast. Besides that, I don't know how to feel yet, but. I'm I'm happy with the win. What what are your thoughts, Trevor? Um, I I agree with you. I a win is a win, and especially since we were so banged up. And I mean, Odell and Landry both played, which was a nice a nice surprise. Um, but if Not anything, that Odell game, did much. Yeah, I was yeah, gonna say, did Odell, Odell play or did his? Odell, Odell had three drops in the first half. It was ridiculous. I'm starting to get on the cut or trade, not cut, trade Odell train here. So, um. But if anything, this game just proved to us that Case Keenum can do what Baker Mayfield does. He just can't throw it as far, but he just <laughs> underthrows versus Baker's overthrows. Um, so um, the offensive line, and I'm going to be mirroring what Colin Coward said this morning, the offensive line is the most important part of this team. Um, you could trade away Baker. You could get rid of Hunt, Dearness Johnson, a couple of the wide receivers. If you just keep the offensive line... Nick Chubb and probably Landry because he's the heart and the soul of the team. Um, then you're always as long as you have a competent quarterback, you're always going to have a playoff contending team. Obviously, we want more than that, but we're four and three. We're back over five hundred. We have the Steelers coming to town on Halloween. The dog pound will be rocking then. Um, so I, I'm okay with it. I, I'm okay with the win there. What about you, Brandon? I think this is. I think this was more of more of an important game than we realized for the Browns season. I think if you lose that game, if you lose it by like a couple of scores, just look like you didn't play with much heart. It's sloppy. Kind of just like, Oh, woe is me. We are injured, blah, blah, blah. Short week. I think that continues to slide for the rest of the season for the Browns. And we're looking at a nine ish win team, maybe 10, but Showing up, playing really hard. I thought the defense played, I mean, think about all the points in the second half, but I thought they played really hard, and they were flying around the ball. team showed a lot of heart, and winning that game with a lot of backups, I think turns the tide for, for the season a little bit. It was 
just bad vibes around the team after the last two losses. Yeah. Especially after the Cardinals lost. And even though we're not getting healthier this week, really, and we probably won't get healthier until we get to our bye week, I think this turns the, t- turns the tide a little bit for the Browns' season. It gives them a little bit more momentum. Because, I mean, it's a game if the Browns are completely healthy, you should beat the Broncos by 14. Yeah. And although we only won by a score, watching that game, it never really felt in question. Like I felt like mm, that's a good point, if, yeah. if I just watched the game and didn't know the score, I would have told you the Browns won by 10, 14 points. It, it never yeah. seemed as close as the score indicated, and that is, I think, less of an indictment on the Broncos and more of a compliment to the Browns and how well-coached they, they were for that game and just how ready they were to go out there, next-man-up mentality and compete. I think it's a really good sign for the team, and obviously Dearness Johnson may or may not have saved my fantasy season because I picked him up in every league I'm in and started him. So shout-out to that guy. And the biggest question moving forward really is Baker. Yeah, it came out yesterday that he is more hurt than we thought, and Case Keenum looked serviceable. Like he's not Case Keenum's not going to go win you a game, but you can win with Case Keenum. So that puts a little more pressure on Baker, and it puts more pressure on the Browns' decision makers in this offseason what to do with Baker and what to do with his contract. True. Yeah. True. I I'll, I'll echo all the points Brandon and Trevor have made. Um, I thought the Browns for all the things that are didn't go right for them and all the injuries they had, they performed well and they, they did what they needed to do to keep the season kind of afloat because you lose that game. You go to Pittsburgh, probably without, with the same lineup, maybe Baker can play, can gut it out. But if you go to Pittsburgh with that same lineup after a loss, it's going to be so hard to beat the Steelers. And then at that point, if you lose that game, you're three and five seasons kind of over at that point with Baker hurt. Your cream hunt hurt, Odell and Jarvis hurt, not the hurt, sometimes down. hurt. Yeah. So it was a big win. I would also I would say this is a little bit more of an indictment on the Broncos than I think Brandon said, because the Broncos <laughs> oh boy. Three and oh start, just losing four straight games. They they just didn't look good at all. And they scored zero points in the first half, couldn't move the ball. Teddy Bridgewater was a little banged up, but he he looked healthy in the second half at least. They started to move it a little bit then. But if you're Denver, that was a must-win game for your entire season. Like if you lose that game to a beat-up Browns team that's on the second-string quarterback, third-string running back, third-string right tackle, um, it's really going to be tough. They're kind of – I think they're kind of dead in the water this year um, unless they can pull off a maybe a, a midseason trade – for a quarterback. Um, but yeah, I, I just don't think Denver's that good of a team. I think the real test is if this team, if Baker is not back, Case Keenum's starting, if they go into Pittsburgh and play the same way and they squeak out a win, then I'll feel really confident. But I don't feel as confident as you guys do by beating Denver because Denver's not good. Um, but. I'm certainly happy with the result, and I'm pr- and like I'm happy to be a Browns fan right now. And I always pick the Broncos to win this game, um, Ooh. and I'm glad I'm wrong. Ooh. Um, Boo that man! Boo. <laughs> yeah, but you know, next next week's going to be a lot tougher of a test def- uh, against the Steelers' defense. Um, we could probably shut down their offense pretty well, um, but <laughs> I hope. Denzel is 
again. Yeah, but the, the longer week, the longer rest, being a Thursday game, 10 days rest, it should do a little bit of help for at least some defensive players that could just get healthy a little bit. They're not necessarily out. They're just banged up a little bit. So get those guys healthy. Maybe Breaker can cut it and gut it out, but uh, I'm not sure how much his shoulder can take these days. Um, but yeah. Hear me out, though. Broncos are, are poo-poo, which they is are. good because Vic Fangio is going to get fired. Yeah. After the season, the Browns are going to fire Joe Woods. We could then hire Fangio <laughs> as our defensive coordinator, who is one of the best defensive coordinators in the league, Browns Super Bowl 2022. I don't, I don't know if they're going to fire Joe Woods. Hypothetically. Brian. I think we should fire Joe Woods. I but... thought we should have fired them a couple weeks ago. <laughs> You're not okay. The Browns aren't going to fire a defensive coordinator midseason unless literally we're giving up 50 points a game to every team. I know we, we gave up basically back really to the Chargers. Since well, the Broncos actually count as a team, look. Okay, <laughs> we got torched. Okay, we got torched. We got torched by the Chiefs. Everybody gets torched by the Chiefs. Most everybody. We got torched by the Chargers when our entire secondary was out. And then we got torched by the Cardinals, um, who are the only undefeated team left in the league. So let's let's calm down a little bit. We got torched by right, one wanna, half of Tyrod Taylor. I want to hear Blaze's well. take here. I want to hear Blaze's take about the Browns. So, I mean, to qu- I think Joe Thomas was talking about it yesterday <laughs> that this is a must win team or must win game, and. I think that was totally right because if we go three and four after that, that morale's down. We still have all those injuries. It's we're dead in the water there. Like we're not going anywhere. But because we had this win, it gave us like a little bit of like confidence boost right there. Even though Denver's a bad team, but just coming back with that win, getting to four and three, and I know the Steelers is a tough one next week. Then we have the Lions and then Ravens. Bang. So, Bengals we got there. we got the Bengals, Bengals and the Patriots in their place, <laughs> right? Yeah, so we have an easy schedule down the street. Oh, I thought right. it was Bengals, Lions, Patriots, Ravens. Yeah, yeah. Then by then by and then Ravens again. Yes, and then Ravens again. Yeah, we have a week. We have a week thirteen by. Oh shit! I thought it was uh, Steelers, Lions, Ravens by Ravens. No, that's no, that's yeah, it's, okay. Yeah. It's that's but rough. but the thing is, is the Patriots, the Lions. Fingers crossed the Bengals should hopefully be winnable games. The, so the Steelers could also should also this weekend. I would say I know that right, that's why I'm at this moment the Steelers game is more winnable than the Bengals game. I would agree with that statement, but Cleveland versus the Steelers is always a hard game no matter what. That's true. But we it should probably home, yeah, we should go three and two at the very worst in this next five game stretch. You have three to. and two. I wanna, if you go three, I think three, you have to go four. And, I think you, you have mean to go two and four three. And one. You don't have yeah. to go four and one. We're four and three right now. If we go three and two. We're seven and five, at, heading into a bye. Yeah, we'll be fine. Seven and five heading into the bye. If you, I think if you lose, I guess I don't know because the AFC is so scrambled in the middle right now that I don't know what teams are going to end up like are the Raiders they're what four and two right now are the Raiders going to continue to be good like I don't know what the record is going to need to be to get in the playoffs I mean last year you had the Dolphins like we said at 10 and 6 were left out of the playoffs like are we going to go 11 and 6 this year and be left out of the playoffs like a six losses too many no, possible not. look here let me let me tell so. you let me tell you that oh, 
I can't. It depends on the Bengals and the Raiders. I, those are the two teams that I think are worrisome for me as a Browns. I will say also, we, the Browns have to make these wins up, make ground up before the bye week. Because after the bye week, so we have bye week week 13. So that we, we have Ravens at 14, home. 14, 15, 16, 7. At least four games. It was 18. Five games. At least five games. <laughs> Three of those are Bengals second game, Ravens second game, Steelers second game. Steelers second game. Packers yes. on Christmas Day. And then you have the Raiders in there as well. So yeah. our schedule after the bye is tough. Yes. Like you cannot lose more than two games the rest of the way to up to the bye week. You just can't. That's why I think that we have to be four and one going into the bye because you need to have a game of leeway because you're going to as we do, lose a game that you're not supposed to lose, a.k.a. Jets from last year. J-E-T-S. Like it, it's just going to happen. And then there's going to be a game that we shouldn't win that we might win. Like, we might end up beating the Packers. I mean, it could happen. It will happen. I hope <laughs> it happens. That'd be a great Christmas Day present. But I, I guess I believe less in the Raiders than you guys do. <laughs> I'm not saying that I do or don't believe in the Raiders. I'm just saying that they're a four and two team. The Bengals are four and two. That's yeah. where we gotta. That's where it gets muddled. We gotta there. at least if we're gonna go three and two, at least one of the wins has to be against the Bengals. We can't lose to both the Bengals and the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Yep. We've gotta beat at least one, if not both of them, this before the bye. I think that the Bengals are more important to beat because if it comes down to a tiebreaker. The Bengals are going to be the ones that are competing for the playoff spot, not the Steelers. So, well, not so fast. There's a lot of season left. I know, I know. We'll see. But, anyways, I think the that was a lot the of, main lot thing is that there's going to be, I think, five teams competing for three wild card spots, and that's the the Raiders, Chiefs, Bengals, Browns, Steelers. Because I don't think there's a wild card coming out of the AFC East or the AFC South. I agree. With so. That. I, yeah, the yeah. only one that I would disagree with is the Steelers, but we still don't. They're know still how they three are, and three. They're not. I know that's why I'm saying. That's why I'm saying the middle of the AFC is muddled, so it's still got a couple weeks to figure yeah. out. Yeah. So if if you say not the Steelers, then it's three out of four of those teams make the playoffs, which is why I say the Bengals game is the most important. Yeah. Don't sleep on Carson Wentz. He's back to form. <laughs> <laughs> two and four. <laughs> he has two good games though. <laughs> oh. And one of those was a loss. In a row. <laughs> Two good games in a row though. So if he hits a third one, that's what we call a streak. Watch out. Well, they're playing one. they're playing the 49ers this week, so we'll see. Oh yeah, he might not be streaking then. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that'll do it for this week. Do we want to do a, a Browns record prediction real quick? Sure. I gotta so check this schedule right now. Four and three. Somebody pull up the schedule, we'll run through it. Okay. As a group. Uh, I've got it. Okay. Majority rules. So, we've got Pittsburgh. At okay. home win. I would say at home is a is win. Baker playing? Uh, uh, assume he's not. It's because I still think we can beat Pittsburgh I still think we can. I, like I said, there's not that big of a drop-off between Baker and Keenum. I think at home we win. win. At the Pittsburgh, I think we're going to lose, probably. What but. do you think, Brian? Because my opinion doesn't matter if you say win. <laughs> uh... If there's if it's Case Keenum, is the Nick Chubb back? That's the other thing. Well, uh, Stefanski's hopeful that he'll okay. Return. Well, let's give us Nick Chubb back, no Baker. We'll split it. Nick Chubb back, no Baker. I think we can win. I think we can pull All off. All right, the then. I all right. So win. I am not confident. 
Steelers defense. If, is if really Nick good. But it Chubb, majority rules. If Nick Chubb's so out, we gotta, we're we losing. Move. We're, this okay, is, this go. is just so stretch it out, out here. Bengals, 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 win, dub, loss. Is Baker back yet? Sure. Yes, I would say Baker's back by then. Okay. Yes. Wait, it, it, no, we'll lose that game. But it doesn't matter. You guys okay. said wins anyway. All right. In New, I said loss, so it was a tie. In New England. Fuck. Win. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Home versus the Lions. Win. 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 Okay. At Baltimore. Loss. 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 Okay. So that's home one home that's versus right. Baltimore. Loss. Win. win. I think loss. we will... The, the fact that we play them two times in a row... Loss. And after the bye week loss. is at home. Lost. I think that we will. I think we can split with them. I really I think do. we can split with them too. All right. All right. Well, you know that's if it. they're if they're still as injured as they are. Brandon, what did you say? I said loss. Okay, said we're loss tied too, on that so. one. So we're four, yes. four and one plus the tie. We're, we're four and one. Yeah. Okay. Four one and one. <laughs> Actually, yeah, we're right four zero oh, and two right now because yes, you guys right sent now, the Bengals for okay. a win. Uh, home versus the Raiders. Win. 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 Okay. At the Packers. Loss. 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 Win. Okay. <laughs> At the Steelers with Baker. Is that week 17? Yeah. So it's a Monday Big, night game? Or Sunday yeah. night game? I would, I would say lose. Big Ben's fail, farewell tour. Loss. Yeah, I would say loss. Okay. Win. Um, <laughs> loss. Okay, so we have the Bengals. At home? I... At home at against home. the Bengals, right? At home against win. the Bengals. I would, win. I would say win. win. You got it, that'll be the game where you beat the Bengals, you make it as the wild card. And okay. I, I think that's what's going to happen, and I think we're going to get the win. win. Okay. And so, I believe uh, we're 5-2-2. We s- two two. <laughs> we'll split, split the two that we tied. So we're 6-3. and three. Yeah, so 6-3 and three going down so the stretch. So 10-7. Is... That's exactly what I thought. Perfect. I think we're going to go 11-6. and 11-6 so. and six is my, my gut feeling. Blaze, you picked a win on every single one except for the <laughs> I Ravens. I know, but realistically... <laughs> okay, Trevor, Trevor, Trevor. You picked them to lose to the Packers, lose to the Ravens, and lose to, and the, lose Steelers. to the Steelers. So you think we're going to go 5-0 and oh before the bye? No, the Ra- we're going to lose to the Ravens the before the bye. Okay, all right. Well, yeah. You th- okay? You think we're gonna lose that? That's the one game you think we're, we're gonna lose. go four and one before the bye, and then okay. five or three and two after the bye or whatever. So, okay. all right. Yeah. Cool. Already. Ten and all seven. Right. Well, th- there it is. The Brown season. Exactly how it's going. Well, right I hope here. everyone that's listening enjoyed our ranting there for twenty minutes. It kind oh, of yeah. just went on and on. <laughs> <laughs> it was just supposed to be a quick recap when we were, we were playing this, but it we get talking. Yeah. So, Sorry, so, it's fun. Hopefully, people, the listeners yeah. enjoy it. So. I think so. I hope so. If they listen to an hour and a half, <laughs> I hope I hope they stick through for the last twenty minutes. Hey, this but. isn't. No, no, this is in the middle. <laughs> Splice it. Right oh, this is end. this is right at the end, Brian. Oh, it is. Oh, Come yeah. on, stay on top of things. Well, I'm going to oh, make know. it the end now because I'm editing it. This so. should this should <laughs> this should be right. This should be the intro, and then we end with our predictions. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Okay. All right, but that'll do it for this week. Um, Thanks for listening, and go Browns. See you guys. Bye.